Good morning and welcome to More Than a Few Words, a marketing podcast for small business owners. My name is Lorraine Ball and I help small businesses become big businesses. And this morning, along with Allison, morning Allison. Hey y'all. Um, we have uh, on the line Kathy Langloy. And Kathy is the um, executive director for the Hamilton County uh, Entrepreneur Advancement Center. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Oh, we're really excited you could be here this morning. Um, why don't you start off and tell folks a little bit kind of about what is the EAC? Because um, I, I imagine that a lot of the folks that listen to our program regularly may not have any exposure to the organization. Okay. Uh, the Entrepreneurship Advancement Center is a 501c3, um, and we are a spinoff of the Hamilton County Alliance, which is the Economic Development Organization for Hamilton County. And our focus is on providing a a place for new businesses or um, early stage businesses to come to get resources for help. We'll connect them to people, um, to other resources that they need to either get started or to grow their business. And um, the uh, I've been involved with the EAC for a number of years, and I always think about the EAC, kind of our roots, which started with student programming. And um, Kathy, as, as you know, we're looking to build uh, entrepreneurship in Hamilton County. Why do you think the student piece was so important as we started? Well, when the Alliance originally started the initiative, um, they had done a study of Hamilton County and compared Hamilton County across the nation to other um, similar counties and identified gaps and strengths and weaknesses as well as capacities that existed um, within the county. And one of the strengths was the schools. Um, All of the school systems within the county are very strong. And out of the study that the Alliance had done, a number of initiatives were identified. And the Alliance board felt like Um, working with high school students to get them thinking about business ownership as a a potential career, not just thinking about working for someone else, but planting those seeds and helping them to develop some early understanding of business ownership would then, um, and obviously the payouts are ways down the road, but um, would then spark interest in young people in starting businesses, which is really the economic engine of Hamilton County. Absolutely, um, and and we've had uh, we you've run the business plan competition for a number of years now, um, and we've had students from uh, all over the county participate. What do you think? I mean, as you look back, what were some of the more interesting business ideas that we've seen from these high school students? I know I have my favorite, but I'll let you go first. Okay, um, I think one of my favorites was a student from Carmel who had what he called ice cream on a tricycle. Um, And what he wanted to do was, if you think of the old-fashioned ice cream vendors who would ride through neighborhoods on a bicycle with a freezer in the front. And his business plan idea was to sell ice cream up and down the Monon Trail through Hamilton County. Um, And he actually did that the summer after his high school year, after he graduated from high school, um, and was pretty successful with it. Um, he went on to study business at um, Indiana University and 
I know at one point in time was over in um, Italy um, doing some work there and, and learning about um, international business. So um, it's it's kind of cool to say he started his roots with a little ice cream uh, tricycle here in the county. Uh, you know, that was that was absolutely one of my favorite um, of all the student plans um, because I think I was really impressed that for a high school kid, he had really thought through all the details. He really figured out the cost. He really figured out his um, his route and, um, you know, how much ice cream he could carry in the back of the, you know, kind of in that freezer and where he'd have to stop and refill. And um, it was surprising to see somebody that young that had all the pieces in place. He did. And um, he also um, had very supportive parents um, that wanted him to be innovative in terms of a a summer job or a different way to um, make money in the summer to help support him in college. And um, I think one of his, he had a brother who also did a, um, gave tennis lessons as his business um, as a way to make money. So he may have had some entrepreneurial parents that helped him think through all the different aspects, um, but he did a really nice job. And, And I remember him also looking at different ways to fund his business and in the end, going back to his dad, because his dad wasn't going to charge him any interest um, yeah. on this money to get his business started. You know, and I think that um, uh, one of the things I'm seeing in general is um, young uh, entrepreneurs younger and younger, where, um, you know, it's not, it, it's not uncommon for me to walk into a room of business owners, and the average age is, easily under 30. It's exciting to see some of these programs. um, Sometimes the average age is under 25. Um, So it's exciting to see some of these programs that are focused on high school kids to help sort of expand that. It really is. And I think um, that we've had a number of students come into the business plan competition with a business they've already started on some level. And the business they they take a, their class at school, which helps them develop their business plan and understand all aspects of it. So they take a passion or an interest and learn how to really turn it in to something that, that can be successful and that they have a lot of passion about. There was a student from Noblesville who had a business called Votive Clothing. And when he was in the competition, he was so excited. He said this was the best day of his entire life. Um, he had, And he, w- he would draw um he do the he did he did his own artwork for t shirts and clothing that was targeted at the skateboard community. Um he was already doing that and already having some success in that. So um we're seeing more and more of those kind of students. That um that and it it's really um interesting to um be a part of I think that process. If you are listening today, if you've got questions for Kathy um, as we talk about not just the student programs, but we're going to switch over and talk about um, what Hamilton County is doing for um, people who are not doing this as a student project, for um, startups and existing companies in Hamilton County. Give us a call at 805-285-9865. Or um, if you... Uh, Watch, you can pass a note to uh, Allison on Twitter. Be sure to use the hashtag PoundMTFW. Okay, Kathy, let's switch gears because beyond the student competition, um, 
we started looking as the organization was growing a little bit, we started looking at some of the other programs that we could offer. Um, you want to talk about the adult business plan competition or the community business plan competition and kind of uh, where that program is going. Okay. And that was really a natural um, segue when we spun off of the Hamilton County Alliance. That was a natural um, activity for us to do because we were already doing with the students and had a great um, process for doing that. We um, have held two community business plan competitions, um, and both of the businesses are either running successfully or in the process of launching. Um, we Our first winner was Fish Face Photo Booth, and um, she's been a great business owner um, and a great winner for our first prize. Um, what we award to those those companies um, that win that particular competition is a consulting package, which what we found in working with businesses, that's what they most need. They need help. They need advice. They need contacts to help them get their business going. And the things that Fish Face Photo Booth, whose, whose owner is Beth Johnson, um, the kinds of feedback that she got through her consulting package really made her, helped her make some modifications that made her business much stronger. Um, our second winner is they are in the process. They just finished their legal work to form their company. They just opened a bank account and are looking for space. So they're really a brand new business that we expect to be working with for a while as they get up and running. Um, they changed their name. Oh, they did. Um uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I met with them. What, what are they calling themselves now? Um, they've, they've gone from Nature Nurture to Cocoon. Very cool. And, and, um, and they, I, I, I loved the concept of this business. It was really kind of a um, fun sort of a, a gathering place for, for families where you could have some activity, um, a little bit more structured than Gymboree, and, and maybe also a little bit more adult-focused, too. Yeah, the the two owners have a um, a lot of education in terms of child development and are taking all of the research that they've done and making um, and applying it to a business um, and putting that into practice. And they recently visited very similar types of businesses in Chicago um, to get some ideas. And um, we're really looking forward to this um, their their business, which will be really working with young children um, in a community-type setting that allows them to develop but also then allows parents to network, have coffee, those kinds of things. And they were looking uh, to put it somewhere, I think, in the Carmel Art and Design District. Is that still what they're thinking? That is what they want to do because it fits their their business model and it fits how they want to grow their business. Um, we've connected them with some real estate folks who've showed them some other places, but really um, downtown Carmel fits what, what they want to accomplish. Awesome. And we are uh, getting ready to kick off the 2012 business plan competition, aren't we? We are. Um, actually, we're taking registrations now. Um, and what we have historically done is um, – Bring everyone, bring all of the people who um, want to be in the business plan together for a half-day workshop to kind of talk about the program, give them some foundations, and get them going. So actually the workshop is scheduled for April 19th. So um, you don't have to have, they don't have to have their business plan done then. That's when it starts. 
um, and then their their business plan will be due um, in late summer. So um, really, if um, if people are at the early stages of their business, this is really a great program to get them involved in because um, they there are people who will be available through the process to kind of help them a little bit with their business plan. Um, and then the uh, the judging process, I know the all the companies that went through it, even the ones that, that didn't win, felt that the feedback from the judges um, was so valuable because we had – um, such a, a good cross-section of judges for that competition. And it was more than just the judging. These people became mentors and resources um, for these businesses as they um, as they go forward. Absolutely. And I think that is the common feedback that we have gotten from the, the companies that have been in the competition. It's the, the network that they've developed through the contacts we've helped them make, um, and the revisions to their business plan that make their plan that much stronger. And just because the company doesn't win doesn't mean we won't continue to work with them. Um, awesome. That is some. I mean, that's what we're here for. So even if they don't win, we'll continue to work with them in getting their business either started or um, to take that next step in growing. Okay, I noticed that we have another caller on the line. Um, good morning. If you have a question for Kathy, we'll be happy to take it now. Oh, I just they just hung up. Sorry if you were holding it. Uh, if you were holding, and if you do want to call in, if you have a question, be sure to push the um, the one key. Uh, that way, I'll know you have a question. All right, Kathy, back back from uh, administrative side on um, on the business plan competition. You were talking about companies um, changing uh, changing their plan a little bit. Um, and actually, Fishface did just that. They did. They initially had one particular kind of photo booth that they were going to market um, as their sole product. And we, one of the things is they were in the final round of the competition. They wanted to talk to someone in manufacturing who really opened their eyes to um, having or developing a photo booth that is more mobile, and based on, on on some of the feedback they got from a manufacturing perspective, they developed three models that could be used in in different ways at different price points for consumers. Cool. And uh, they uh, they moved into like, I know they moved into space up in Carmel. So it's exciting for um, for Hamilton County to see the. Um, the results of the competition, to see businesses um, taking root, getting established here, strengthening the economy. Um, I have always believed that there was so much more that we could do as a community um, with our economy if we grew the businesses here. Absolutely. And, you know, actually with Fish Face Photos, they were not a Hamilton County company, and since the competition, have moved into a space at like 71st and Benford, so just south of Hamilton County, and I think that's important too. We are not strictly focused on Hamilton County. Um, you know, we want a more regional approach and welcome um, businesses from the entire area um, that may be interested in competing. And you know, if if a business is successful in Marion County, it's going to benefit Hamilton County um, and vice versa. So um, they actually did uh, move a little, move into Marion County. Cool. All right. Um, switching again, because 
uh, as, as the uh, the EAC um, is is maturing, we're expanding, we're getting involved in more programs. Last year we broadened our programming, and not only did we do the business plan competition, but we did a celebration of entrepreneurship, and we recognized companies um, that were emerging and established in Indianapolis. Um, you want to talk a little bit about the celebration, and then um, also talk about what our plans are for October this year. Absolutely. That was a, just a huge um, success and a lot of fun to be a part of, um, the, the celebration that we held last year. And what we did with that was um, we solicited um, submissions from businesses that were either emerging, and, and we gave guidelines in terms of number of employees and revenue to help make those decisions, emerging, established, and then um, the mature business category, and involved the panel, panels of speakers um, throughout the county to really select the one that they felt was the best in terms of that category. Obviously, they're all um, good, especially in the mature business. They were all successful businesses. And what we did was we recognized those businesses at an event in October of last year, along with at the same time we announced our business plan um, competition winner at that event. And we really combined that with our roots and of the high school education and identified a high school educator who had made some significant contributions to working with high school students in the area of um, of entrepreneurship. Um, so we did, um, it was a lot of fun to learn about those businesses and it's just amazing, the businesses that are here and those that are starting in this area, um, just awesome businesses. You know, the other really nice thing was, um, uh, and we just did this last week, was the um, a couple of the winners, uh, well, not even the winners, the finalists in the uh, established category uh, spent a morning uh, at a uh, EAC event kind of talking about their experiences with other emerging businesses. So it was kind of this nice way of continuing, um, uh, sort of uh, taking that cycle to that next level of sort of, you know, taking what they learned in their process and, and, and taking it further. It was. And I think the um, as I learned about the, the mature businesses in particular through the celebration last fall, the the thought processes and the experiences that they had, they all have started during this current recession or have weathered this current recession. And how they did that, how they started their business and deliberately made plans um, that have helped them be successful uh, was fascinating. And I thought that that, um, that knowledge, that experience was worth other people hearing. And um, I think it was a really valuable event to, for other people to hear the experiences and the, the successes and failures of, of existing companies that are successful today. And if um, if you're listening, if you want to know more about the business plan competition or this year's application process for the community celebration um, or about the quarterly networking events that the EAC hosts, you really should check out the website at um, goentrepreneurs.org or you can follow uh, the EAC on Twitter at go underscore EAC. Um, because there's a, there's a lot happening, and, and right now, Kathy, you are, um, you're busy working on um, 
we ha- we're also accepting applications right now for the uh, celebration, or is that coming a little bit later this year? Well, we are doing um, a couple of things this year different with the celebration, um, what, which we just talked about in terms of recognizing different businesses. We are going to combine that event um, with an all-day conference, um, and that is scheduled for October 18th. And right now we have a call for speakers. So if, if anyone's listening that has expertise or knowledge um, that they want to share with entrepreneurs and small business owners, um, we welcome you to submit that. Um, on the website that Lorraine just gave, under events, there's um, information on the call for speakers. Um, that will be October 18th. We're going to hold it at the Monon Center. Um, and we're looking forward to a great event there in terms of um, highlighting different um, different speakers with their expertise and their knowledge and then ending that day with the announcement of our celebration winners and our business plan competition winner. Yeah, it, I, I think um, I think it's going to be fun. There's a lot of um, there are a lot of conferences every year. There's and there's a lot of good events in Indianapolis. But I think what's really going to be fun and special about this is this is really focused on um, small business and emerging businesses. And I think it's going to be a nice mix of um, information and celebration. So um, I think people should. Uh, if you're interested in speaking, sign up. But I think people should also mark their calendars because I think this is going to be an event you don't want to miss. Absolutely. And we do not have registration information out there just yet. We wanted to um, build our panel of speakers and, and provide that so people know um, you know, the, the strong quality of speakers they're getting when they register. But they certainly can be checking back on the website, and we'll have more Absolutely. info about that. Um, also, we're, um, you want to talk a little bit about, you know, in fact, this is a, a 501c3. We're a not-for-profit. So if people want to get involved with sponsorships or with volunteering, how do they get involved? There's lots of opportunities. And I guess the, the first thing I would suggest is to give me a call, to contact me and talk about what it is they want to get out of a sponsorship um, or what they feel they want to get involved with in terms of their time and their talents. Um, We are always looking for evaluators for competitions, for our awards program. Um, Obviously, we look for speakers for our different events. Um, And, of course, we look, because we are a 501c3, all of our funding is through sponsorships and donations, and um, we look for event sponsors as well as just general sponsors of of the Entrepreneurship Advancement Center. Um, There's a button on our homepage of our website where people can donate, um, and, you know, any amount is is great. We have some people who donate $50 a year that goes to the high school programs, um, we have other companies that donate just in general to support our efforts. So I guess the first thing I'd say is talk with me, and um, we can we can figure out where it is you best fit. We are also coming up, um, EAC is just two years old, and this summer we're coming up to a point where we're going to have some of our board members leaving. And if serving on the board, providing direction and input into the organization is of interest, um, absolutely give me a call. We'd, we'd be interested in talking with um, what you can bring to the board. Terrific. 
Um, and there's one other program, and we just have a few minutes left, but there's one other program I do um, want to mention, and that is the, um, the rural uh, microloans. Yes. I mean, that Can you talk is, a little bit about how that works? Yeah, we, we call it the Small Enterprise Loan Fund, or SELF for short, because we all like acronyms around here. Um, that is a grant to us from the USDA to establish a revolving loan fund. And it has, there are some federal guidelines uh, attached to that, and the main one is it has to be in federally designated rural areas. Um, for example, all of the Sheridan area um, is, a, is in a designated area that qualifies. There's actually some parts of West Carmel. There's also some parts of Westfield. There's parts of Noblesville. Um, that also qualify, and what we are seeking right now are businesses who are interested in small loans, um, as little as 2000 to as much as 40000 and um, those, there's also information on our website about that under resources, where you could submit first at your address to be sure that your business is located in a qualified area, and then there's a loan process that um, you go through, one of the, th the things is you have to be turned down by a bank, um, which is pretty easy to do um, in this current economic climate. Um, and so we are looking at you know, businesses that we can help. Um, businesses can use it to buy equipment, um, to make some improvements to their property, uh, for working capital. Um, and there are several other very successful programs like this throughout the state. So we know it can be successful, um, and what we need is businesses to apply. This is really a cooperative effort with the Hamilton County Convention and Visitors Bureau and the Hamilton County Alliance. So um, it's, it's a great opportunity for small businesses in the county, and we hope that they will take advantage of it. And it's, um, it, I think it's really cool that um, uh, it came to the EAC as, as young an organization as, as we were, that we got the opportunity to administer this program because once we go through the first round of, of uh, grants and stuff, then um, as these businesses pay these loans back, we're going to have this revolving fund, so we'll be able to, on an ongoing basis, um, provide loans to the community. And it's not um, like so many government programs, sort of a one-and-done type of thing. So this can have long-term um, uh, a, a long implication um, to support entrepreneurship in, in Hamilton County. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And that, you know, and even, you know, once we are successful in this first round, we can actually go back and build that fund. Um, and um, the USD actually encourages us to do that now. Um, the convention, the Hamilton County Convention and Visitors Bureau have already put in $5,000 to to that fund in addition to the, the monies that we got from the USDA. So, um, that, you know, that's another opportunity for local businesses to, to pool money that they may want to loan to, to businesses in our county. And, you know, it, it's sort of that theory of the more businesses that come to the county, um, even, even these, you know, small startups with just one or two people, I've always said that if every small business um, simply added one person to their payroll, um, in, in a one-year period, I think there's something mm -hmm. like 65,000 businesses, not just in Hamilton, but Marion and the surrounding counties with sales under a million dollars. If each if each of them would add just one person, um, 
the, the economic impact would be significantly greater than any, you know, uh, attracting a Honda plant or a Toyota plant. It really could have long-term um, implications in the health of our economy. Sure, and uh, Hamilton County is is not the kind of county that's going to attract a Honda plant. Um, we're the kind of county that is going to operate and be successful um, th- through small business. So. Um, supporting these businesses in a variety of ways supports the the, the um, county economics overall. Right. Okay, um, Kathy. I can't believe we uh, we buzzed through um, a half an hour and we're wrapping up. Um, any last com- quick comments you want to make before we uh, finish out the program today? You know, the other thing I would add is, you know, EAC is is fairly new. We're a two-year-old company, and um, I would encourage people to look at our website, and in particular, um, the the success we've had in our first couple of years has been very much um, a lot to do with our board, and our board has contributed a great deal in terms of their expertise and guidance, and um, Lorraine is a part of that board, and um, you know, those those people have been instrumental in, in our success, so um, you know, we appreciate that and know that going forward um, we're on we're on the right track. Awesome. It's really been fun to be a part of it. Um, we'd love to encourage other people to be a part of it. And um, as we're wrapping up today, um, definitely go to the goentrepreneur.org website. And if you'd like to learn more about marketing, networking, and small business in general, be sure to check out our blog at www.roundpeg.biz. This has been another episode of More Than a Few Words. Thanks for listening.